I think writing your own projects can help get you in the door. It can help change the doors that are opening for you. Welcome to ActorCast, the podcast that broadcasts the work, advice, and insight of actors, writers, directors, producers, and other industry experts in show business. I'm your host, Patrick McAndrew. Sit back, take notes, and enjoy the show. Hello, 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 and welcome to the season three finale of ActorCast. Thank you so much for joining me for this episode where you are learning the latest and greatest information from some of the entertainment industry's greatest experts. It has been an amazing season with you all. We've had some incredible guests on this show, just allowing us to learn more about how to make traction within this very difficult industry. And for today's episode, I am very excited. We have the one and only Emily Grace joining us. And Emily Grace is an entrepreneur, producer, writer, and Sundance award-winning actress. Through her company, Pickford West, she helps actors write their dream role so they can stop waiting for the industry to pick them and put themselves on the map. Inspired by the pioneering actresses of the golden age of Hollywood, Mary Pickford and Mae West, Emily helps actors create success on their own terms. This is a topic that I am very passionate about. I think it is so important for actors and actresses to write their own work, to write their dream role, as Emily puts it, and really allow themselves to showcase themselves, to choose themselves, which is so important in this industry. We talk about why writing is such an incredible skill set for actors to develop, and Emily also tells us about her company, Pickford West Society. We talk about not only why it's important for actors to learn how to write, but also what to do with their scripts after they have finished writing them. We talk about why it's important for actors to not only focus on acting. We talk about some of the difficulties that actors struggle with in their careers. And we discuss how writing can open the doors with regards to performing opportunities for actors. I wanted to finish off this season that would give you some really clear and actionable tips that you could go out and implement in your own careers. And I think Emily Grace (laughs) nails it on the head with this episode. If you like this episode, head to actorcast.fm and let us know your thoughts. It would go a long way in helping us just develop this show and educate us on the content that you are looking to learn about. So without further ado, and for the conclusion of our season three of ActorCast, let me please introduce Emily Grace. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the ActorCast. Today, we have Emily Grace joining us on the show. Emily, thanks so much for being here. Thank you for having me, Patrick. I'm really looking forward to our talk today. 
Yes, me too. I was telling you just before we started recording that I'm so excited to have you on the show, not only because of what you talk about, but I think it's such a nice way to wrap up our third season. You are an entrepreneur, producer, writer, uh, award-winning actress, and you really have this important approach for actors that I think all of our listeners could really benefit from coming from this approach of teaching actors the importance of writing roles for themselves, writing their dream roles, and also why that's that's so important as we grow and develop in our careers as actors. So I'm wondering if we could start there, actually. Why do you believe writing is such an incredible skill set for actors to develop? Great. Before I dive into that, I just want to congratulate you on three seasons. That's an amazing accomplishment that we shouldn't skip over. So congratulations Uh, on that. Thank you. (laughs) Okay. So why is writing roles for yourself important? For a couple of reasons. The first, I think, is just getting an actor into a mindset of empowerment rather than waiting to get picked. I think so many of us actors are told you should be willing to work for free and be grateful for any opportunity and go for the audition, even if you don't want to play the role. And we're just inundated with these messages of you're lucky to get anything in this business and you should settle for whatever comes your way, which I don't think is a great mindset to be living in. And then so much of an actor's career is spent waiting, waiting for their reps to pitch them, waiting for the audition to come along, hoping they're the one who gets called in, praying that they book it and that this is the big break. And so much of your control can feel like is your career can feel like it's out of your control and you have no say over it to begin with, which I disagree with. So one of the reasons why I love helping actors learn how to write roles for themselves is it it empowers them to take their success into their own hands and to invest in creating things that they care about so you're not just waiting for permission from someone else or validation from someone else to tell you that, yes, you are good enough to be doing this. I really love that approach that you take, that it's allowing actors to empower themselves, I believe is what you said, because as we all know, it's a very tough industry. We're constantly facing rejection. And of course, that comes with its uh, challenges and and emotional challenges with that. But as, as you're saying, if we could kind of change our mindset and develop ways in which we could really create opportunities for ourselves. I I think that does wonders uh, with regards to how we see ourselves as artists working in this field as well. Yes. And you know, it, it changes the way you approach other aspects of your career where you're not holding on so tightly to that one callback or that one job you really, really wanted and didn't get. And now you're heartbroken and it takes you years to get over it. When you have tools to actually create your own stuff, 
that gives you something to value and something to put energy into. It has tangible results and it just changes some of the pain that comes along with this business, right? It doesn't sting as much when all of your eggs aren't just in that one basket of please, please pick me. Yeah. Yeah. uh, It certainly provides, you know, alternative options. It's certainly, and and I'm sure, I guess, was that sort of what inspired the creation of Pickford West Society? I'm wondering if you could talk to us about that a little bit. What was the inspiration behind creating this, really this kind of uh, coaching and mentorship business of, of giving a lot of ways to actors and, and coaching them along the way of, of developing these roles for themselves. Sort of. <laughs> so yes, my business Pickford West Society is sort of the latest invention of my business. I started <laughs> teaching, well, it's normal now, but at the time I was combining Reiki energy work with goal setting, which is actually quite not that uncommon now, but at the time it was not very common. Um, So that was the first iteration of my business. Pickford West, the name itself was inspired by Mary Pickford and Mae West, two like amazing pioneering women of the golden age of Hollywood, which I find very fascinating. I read all the biographies and sort of the history of of this industry really fascinates me. And what I love about that era is the industry was completely new. There was no playbook. There was no A plus B equals C. And these women had to forge their own paths and figure things out for themselves. And some of the work that they created or the the inroads that they laid are still around today, which I find incredibly inspiring. And Mae West is a perfect example of creating your own content. She was a playwright. She would write things for herself to be in that really pushed the envelope. Um, she was very body. She was very bold. She loved to push the envelope of sex positivity. She was like an advocate for gay rights in the 1930s. Her first film role, she landed at 39, which at that time was unheard of. And be- they wanted her because she was a writer and she worked into her film contract that she could have final approval of the scripts. So she was able to write do what she did best, which was write. Um, So she's a great example of creating your own content to forge your own path. But how I got into business in the first place, which I believe was your question on, on multiple tangents. I'm an actor myself. I was pounding the pavement, doing all the stuff I thought I was supposed to be doing. I was able to hustle my way into an audition for a film that I ended up booking. It was the leading role It's the first film I ever did besides a short, like a student film short. It was a leading role and it ended up winning an award at Sundance and it won these awards all over festivals all over the world. And so I was like, this is it. I've done it. And now the industry is going to come to me and I can just sit back and wait for the phone to ring, which didn't happen. I didn't even have an agent at the time. I had booked that film entirely on my own and Like almost nothing came of that. And I thought, well, that's fucked up. (laughs) Like, (laughs) 
I don't get what I'm missing. And from that sort of high, high to this complete sort of disappointment and confusion led me to seek out how the business really works. And from there, that was sort of what inspired me as a person. And then all these things I was learning, I would go off and tell my actor friends like, hey, did you know this? And did you know that? And I just kept sharing and sharing what I was learning, which sort of led me into this place of wanting to coach. And then just in the last couple of years, I love actors. I'm an actor myself, but I just got to the point of like, I cannot have the same conversation of how do I get an agent and how do I get more auditions? Like I just got really burnt out and not interested in those questions. There are some amazing coaches that love talking about that stuff. Um, but I was just like, I don't you want more than that? Like, don't you want to create your own stuff and like have something to say and want to empower yourself? And so in the last couple of years, I really turned towards want specializing in helping actors create their own stuff because that's what lights me up right now. Yeah. Yeah. And I, <laughs> I appreciate you. Sh I appreciate you sharing your story with that too, because you hear it time and time again of actors getting these amazing opportunities. And then uh, like that, that frustration that it, that is a, a real thing where it, it, I guess it's just how the industry works is like, you think that it's going to lead to something else. And then a lot of times, arguably probably most of the time it doesn't and that sort of frustration the fact that you took that and were able to use it as fuel to to create uh the, this coaching program to help other actors out there it's it's really inspiring and at least from what i understand with your business is that you even take it one step further you you don't only educate actors on how to write their own scripts and how to write their own work. But then also there's this other step of then what to do with it. Yeah. So I know obviously you go into the details of this, at least I imagine in, in your coaching program, but I'm wondering if you could talk broadly on what, what that looks like. So for our listeners out there, maybe just kind of give them an understanding of, okay, uh, they've written a script. Uh, what do you mean by well, what to do with it next? Yes, we can jump to that. But I will say the writing the script part is the is the hurdle <laughs> that everyone has to clear before we jump to the what to do with it. So I, I'm happy to answer the question, but I think the biggest people that biggest thing that people struggle with is the writing itself, which I do want to talk about in a little bit, but the yeah. what to do with it afterwards. So if you're going to go to the trouble of creating something for yourself, ideally before you did all that work, you thought about why you wanted to create this and what you wanted to do with it. So depending on your goals, what you would do with it will change. Some people want to write a dream role to showcase what they can do as an actor and they want to write something for a reel. They have a hole in their footage that they need to fill. That would be something to do with it. Some people want sort of to go 
like a flea bag situation where they're creating something to get visibility. They want to be known for this type of character and that visibility from that project on the festival circuit, or she did the Edinburgh fringe, they're getting visibility on what they created to then use that buzz to open doors to bigger things. Um, Sometimes intentionally, you know, and I don't recommend starting here, but if you have writing experience under your belt, you know, you want to write a pilot and try to sell it. And so then you'll make a short that is one of the pivotal moments from your bigger pilot and use that to go on the festival circuit and use that to get into pitch rooms and sell your project. So there's, you know, there are a number of ways of the what to do with it once it's created. And then of course, to get a short film that's ready to go on the festival circuit, you have to learn how to produce, right? You've got to learn how to self-produce it, which is one of the things that we talk about in the pro in one of the programs is step-by-step how to run your own production. And this ties back to that mindset I was talking about before. When you are generating this project, you are in a leadership role running your set. You're in charge of the tone and the atmosphere. You're the leader of that set. And that can be if you're not prepared to step in that leadership role, your project can go really south, (laughs) which we don't want. Um, So one of the things that I do help my clients do is get really clear about the experience they want to have on set, the kind of leader that they want to be, and then the kind of dynamics they want to have with their team. So when they're hiring their team, and I say hiring, not begging anyone <laughs> to come on board, right? There, There is a hiring process that we teach that you are in the driver's seat and making the decisions to find people aligned with your vision instead of falling into that actor mindset of like, oh, you want to work with me on my film? Great, you're hired. Like whoever says yes is in. And sometimes <laughs> that can lead to really bad experiences. So we help you, I help you really step into the leadership role and make important decisions so that you're building the experience that you want. Yeah. That's uh, it's amazing. <laughs> it's amazing how much goes into it, but like you were saying earlier is it's an opportunity for an actor to create something, to create their own work, and then to be able to have that in your portfolio that you're able to share. So say, as you were saying, if you if you write a short film and star in it, produce it, you're able to send that out to tons and tons of film festivals and to just even have it on hand for anyone who might be interested in in seeing your work, it really does go beyond simply just having another acting credit. You you probably Mm -hmm. learn so much about yourself as as an actor, as an artist through doing that. And to kind of go back a little bit, as, as you were mentioning, with that preliminary stage of writing, is it important for actors to kind of keep that in mind when they're writing something? I mean, I guess it goes back to what you were saying about figuring out what your goals are and what you want to create. I assume that's almost as important, if not more important, 
than what the actual story is that you're writing? I think it depends on the client. If you are intending to self-produce, of course, you want to keep that in mind as you're writing. So you're writing with a budget, like as as low budget as possible. So we're not going to set this scene in a busy airport because there's a permit and a huge cost and that's going to, that's not going to be doable on a short film budget. So maybe the scene can just take place in the car on the way to the airport where it's a location that you actually could reasonably get. So yes, you definitely want to keep in mind why, like what your goals are with this project. And then I, you know, a lot of actors especially want to write something that is based on their personal experience. So there's this drive from within to share a story that impacted them. That was a rough period or something that they went through and creating that into a piece of art that will have impact on others that will make this experience have a deeper meaning for them and their audience. Sometimes that is the goal. I want to share my story to make an impact. That can be the driving force as well, which I think a lot of actors turn to writing because yes, they're frustrated because they're not getting the opportunities that they want or they're not being seen as the actor that they want. And also there's usually that personal experience component that there's a story that they just cannot express in any other way and they need to process through something. And this is the best outlet that they have to do that. It's exciting as an actor when you start to think about the possibilities that you have when you start writing your own work. I I think to go back to what we were talking about early in the conversation, sometimes as actors when we're out and auditioning, trying to get opportunities, it could just seem very limiting. But when we have that ability to, to write, to create our own work, it it just i feel like it just opens up the the world to us so much more and and opens up the opportunities as well you know it, it's even just amazing to to think about it you know <laughs> yes it is and it, it, you know it goes it goes back to that mindset piece a third time when you wear more than one hat when you've written, when you have self-produced, you approach the business totally different. You have so much more to offer as a creative type because you understand the process. You understand how challenging it can be when things go wrong, when unexpected things, it just, you have a much better understanding of how your industry works and you can bring all of that knowledge and experience to make you even more valuable to any production that you join as an actor. It just gives you another level of confidence as well. Yeah, absolutely. Now, I'm wondering if we could pivot a little bit in in kind of talking about, you know, just kind of the 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 struggles that actors yes, deal with on struggle. on a regular <laughs> on a regular basis. And I I'm wondering just based either on your own experience or or the experience of the clients that you've worked with in the past, from that initial phase, say that an actor is hitting the pavement, they're going out on auditions, they, they might be booking some work as well. Maybe they are doing some student films, maybe they're doing some, some plays as well. 
why do you think so many actors uh, run into difficulties when it comes to getting to that next level of their career, whether that next level be uh, signing with an agent or signing with a manager, maybe that next level is joining a union, whether it's SAG-AFTRA or, or Actors' Equity. Why do you think that actors have difficulty with that? Because I feel like even just for myself, I've met so many amazing, talented actors who are working really hard on their careers, but get, signing with an agent is this very elusive, mysterious thing, so much so that a lot of times even actors who have agents don't quite know how they got an agent. So what do you, in your experience, what do you believe are those difficult, or why do you believe those difficulties exist? And then do you believe that, that writing opportunities could help overcome some of those difficulties as an actor? Got it. Okay. So it's a two part question. Okay. So in terms of getting the agents or getting to the next level, I mean, I would definitely refer them to someone besides me. (laughs) There was a time where that was what I focused on, Um, but I think since that was one of my focuses, I think the industry has changed yet again, but I definitely think from my own experience and clients I used to work with in that way, often we focus on the wrong things. Follow-up and putting yourself out there are really, really important. And the way that you put yourself out there needs to show some understanding that you get where you fit in in this business and you get how the business works. I think a lot of actors, especially greener actors, we just want to work and like, I'll do anything. I can play anything or I'm the lead. And sometimes you're, you need to come to terms with like, that's neither of those things are true. You can't play anything and you might not be someone that's, that's going to be seen as a lead. Although when you write your own project, you can absolutely shift the perception of that. Like Seth Rogen is a great example of changing the definition of a leading man. And he creates a lot of projects for a lot of stuff he created for himself to be in. So you can change some of the conversations if you're willing to do the work. But in terms of an agent, you know, it takes enormous courage to ask for a meeting, to risk rejection, to put yourself out there. And then I think the key for things like that relationship building is follow-up. It's not just a one and done. Oh, I asked for a meeting and they, it didn't, they didn't get back to me and now I'm done. There's, there's a series of follow-ups that are really important. Um, And then the second part of the question, do I think writing your own project can help with that? Yes. (laughs) Yes. I think writing your own projects can help get you in the door. It can help change the doors that are opening for you. It can help change the perception of what you're capable of. If your agents don't know, you're great at comedy or CDs only see you as the co-star and they don't know if you can handle a bigger role. This is a great opportunity for building your own credibility and showcasing yourself the way you want to be seen rather than hoping the industry is going to get it and give you those opportunities. Right. Yeah. And I, I love how you said it's, uh, 
it's an opportunity for people to see you uh, from a different perspective and in kind of that that balance of of knowing where you fit within the industry and then also being able to show what you're capable of at the same yeah. time it's a, you know this this powerful mix and you know the the ability that that writing has to be able to do that i i and i imagine too something that you probably talk about in your coaching is is figuring out how to write a compelling enough story as yes. well because <laughs> i'm sure as you know there's a lot of uh, not amazing writing out there, very like mediocre yes. writing. So I'm sure I'm sure part of part of this experience is writing to the actor, like writing to your strengths and, and being able to to tell a compelling or at least a compelling enough story. Yes. So one of the biggest questions that I get asked is or the the doubt that a lot of people have when they come to me is is my idea good enough so they have this idea they want to write something and then it's is my idea good enough and what i say is you're asking the wrong question the question you should be asking is are my characters compelling enough if and when i work with students we start with character development before we talk about plot or outlines or dialogue, we start with your characters. If you can learn how to lay the foundation for compelling characters, the rest of your job is going to be that much simpler. I won't say it's easy. Writing is a challenge. If, if it was easy, we would all have <laughs> Sundance award-winning films, right? Writing is a challenge. It's a skill that you can learn. Um, but I think a lot of actors fall into that trap of, is my idea good enough? Rather than focusing on their characters being compelling enough. And then the other trap that I see actors fall into is, and I was this person. So I say this with love because I did it too. I thought I knew everything I needed to know about writing because of my acting training, <laughs> which I learned I didn't. So your acting training teaches you how to think like an actor, which is extremely helpful for a writer. Like this is a huge advantage as a writer to understand acting, to understand how you develop your characters, but you have to apply that to an entire screenplay. And that's where a lot of people start to get stuck and overwhelmed when they try to figure it out by themselves. They think they know what they're doing. They sit down and they try to write. They feel stuck and like, why isn't this working? And then they close the laptop and their idea starts to gather dust and they feel like, actually, maybe I don't know what I'm doing. Um, so those are some of the traps that I see actors fall into that I'd like to relieve all of you of. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it really... <laughs> It really is this uh, mental barrier that we we put upon ourselves a lot of times. I, I think that actors just inherently are very emotionally invested people in just the the work that we do, the the people that we work with and we interact with. And so I think with that, we have that tendency to second guess ourselves sometimes. And thankfully, we have people like yourself who are able to break us through those barriers <laughs> and be able to show us, you know, there there's actually 
something here there there's there's an opportunity that you could explore and and, and with that I, I you know i feel like we've talked about this in in some form a lot throughout this episode but i'm i'm wondering just in a kind of more concise way how how do you believe that writing can open doors for actors well it's some of the stuff that we've talked about already where you can really showcase yourself as the kind of actor you want to be known as. So you're showing the industry what to do with you rather than hoping to get picked. So if there is, if you're not getting called in for complex roles, if you're stuck at the co-star level, sometimes you just need evidence that you can do more than that. So it can be a way to up to next level the way you're perceived by the industry if you create something yourself. There are other ways it can benefit you depending on what your goals are. If you want to move more into filmmaking roles for yourself, this is the first step to gaining that confidence, to understanding how to develop a project like that, learning how you can switch hats between producer, if you're going to direct yourself and direct and acting, those are three really different skills that are all valuable that could all open doors for you, depending on what the doors are that you want to open. I love the flea bag example. She created a character she wanted to play because she wasn't, there's a quote like, she was just really bored with all of the women roles that she would audition for. They were like the supportive girlfriend. And she said something like, I just decided to write the crazy bitches that I wanted to play. Fleabag was a, came out of extreme frustration of an actress. So she created a role for herself. What I love about the story that isn't always shared. It actually started out as a 10 minute piece at a storytelling show. And then from that 10-minute piece, she developed the one-woman play. The one-woman play opened doors for her. It created such a buzz. It had such great responses that the industry came to her to then develop this into a two-season TV show. That wasn't what she set out to do. She just set out to write a crazy bitch she wanted to play. And from there, it kept growing and growing. And then all of a sudden, she's like this extremely successful creator who's now writing and directing and not even doing that much acting. She's doing all of these other things. And I would imagine those were some of the doors that she wanted to open because those are the doors that she walked through. Like none of that would have happened without that 10 minute piece, right? It's, she took a baby step that spiraled into a huge success for her. Yeah, it's, I love that story so much because it, it goes to show that even just writing something small, writing a 10 minute piece, that speaks volumes to you know and it's not necessarily true that every 10 minute piece is going to become like you know two seasons on on amazon but but even just writing something small is is something and i i love i love how you bring up fleabag as well because Uh, I know that a lot of your work is also centered on creating opportunities specifically for women in the industry. 
So I'm wondering if you could speak to that a little bit, because I know that, you know, that unfortunately there's been way too many men that have created far too many uh, mediocre, mediocre roles for women. And (laughs) I think with what you're teaching, there's this amazing opportunity for, for women to forge a strong path for themselves in this industry. So I'm wondering if you could speak to that a bit. (laughs) You said it. That's it, right? So many women, marginalized people, people of color. There are so many amazing stories that have value, that have audiences who are dying to see themselves represented on screen. And this industry, for whatever reason, is very slow to change. So when I first started Pickford West a couple of years ago, I was very motivated by helping those stories get told so that we are affecting the change that we want to see. There are so, like, for me, film, television, theater, like, those are things that resonated so much with me as a young person. It helped me feel excited about a career that I could pursue that I loved film and TV. It's like a great way to communicate, to share ideas, to get people to change their minds, to build acceptance and forgiveness. And all of these important things can happen through the medium of storytelling. Yet most of the stories, even a few years later, like when I first started, this was like, I'm going to be the change, right? Even a few years in, it's still the majority of the stories are written, directed, and produced by white men. And I just think there are many more compelling stories that are not being told. Um, so part of my mission is to empower people to tell their own stories so that they don't Uh, have to wait for permission from the old white executive who doesn't get this story and never will. (laughs) I got on my soapbox there for a minute. Um, But yes, that is part of what excites me is helping people who aren't the typical story getting bought by Hollywood to learn how to create and share it on their own. So we're not, we can, we can be creative. We can be guerrilla style. We can get these things made and out into the world where the impact is going to be made. Yes. Uh, <laughs> so important. So, so important. Oh my gosh. Emily, I, I cannot thank you enough for taking the time to join me on the actor cast and, and not only for taking the time, but I really appreciate the work that you do too. I think that it's, it's so, so, so important for actors to be able to develop the skill set of creating their own work through writing just the opportunities and even if like no nothing huge comes out of it the amount that you will learn about yourself as an artist as an actor through doing that that alone is so valuable to take away with you so i i can't thank you enough for taking the time i'm wondering if you could just share with our listeners where where can they find out more information about you and the work and the, the different offerings that you have? Yes. So I have a free training which focuses on 
developing character, which I mentioned before, to me, that is the, if you want to write a project, if you've had an idea forever, if you've tried to write in the past and then got stuck and overwhelmed, this is a great first step to get back on the horse and work towards writing your dream role. Um, so it's a free training, writeyourdreamroll.com. <laughs> so be on the nose where you're going to learn how to write your dream role.com. Uh, and what we do is we, I help you create compelling characters, right? So if you're questioning, is my idea good enough? Ask, are my characters compelling enough? And then get that free training where I'm going to walk you through my favorite writing tool to develop three-dimensional characters that your audience will root for, tailoring one of them to yourself as an actor. Um, And it's a really powerful tool Uh, that will get you started towards writing your dream role. Awesome. Well, that sounds great. I'll make sure to include the link for that in the show notes. So listeners out there, all you have to do is scroll down in our show notes and (laughs) click that link. Check it out. Highly recommend it. Emily, before we sign off, I'm just wondering if you have any parting words of advice for our actors and listeners tuning in today. I do. I have some parting words of advice. Two pieces of advice and both very hard won wisdom from my own mistakes. If you want to write a project for yourself and you don't have total confidence in yourself as a writer, my first piece of advice is don't create in a vacuum. Get on the hook with someone who knows about screenwriting. That's really an important key. Not someone who writes novels, not someone who writes essays, but someone who knows how to write screenplays. Get feedback as you test your idea. Don't create in a vacuum. And the second piece of advice is if you don't already have a writing process that you feel confident about, don't try to figure it out by yourself. I wasted many years of my life thinking I knew more about writing than I did. I had this burning idea for a project I knew I wanted to write. And every time I tried to sit down and write, I got overwhelmed. I hated what I did. And I would just delete everything and start over. And I did that on and off for what ended up being years Don't waste years of your life thinking you know how to do this. If you're not doing it, get help. That would be my advice. Oh, it's so good. And if you want my help, (laughs) great. Go to writeyourdreamroll.com. See if you resonate with how I work with people. That's the first step. Wonderful. Wonderful. Well, Emily, thank you so much again for joining us on the show. Thank you so much for having me, Patrick. This was a pleasure. Thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of ActorCast. You can head to actorcast.fm and leave us a review to let us know what you thought of this episode. If you haven't already done so, sign up for our newsletter to get the latest and greatest information on upcoming guests, showcases, and much more. I look forward to catching you all in the next episode, and you know what time it is. It's time to go out and create.